This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Yes, hello, Ola. Welcome to the second hour of Life Beats here on Pulse 95. Now, Rochelle. Shah Kapoor, she is a senior film lecturer at SAE Institute, an independent film director. She's worked on the production of several fiction and non-fiction feature films, as well as short films. And in 2014, she decided to take the leap to becoming an independent documentary film director. Mm. And she directed her first feature documentary titled Black Sheep Investigating Gender Equality in India. Black Sheep went on to be part of numerous film festivals, won multiple and international won multiple international awards and has been distributed internationally as well as being part of the educational curricula in the US and in Asia. And in honor of her work she's been awarded the titles Filmmaker of Inspiration and Human Rights Filmmaker by the World Human Rights Film Festival <laughs> in 2016. Rochelle, welcome to Life Beats. Thank you for having me. So this is amazing. <laughs> so good to have you with us. Thank now, you. Um, tell me about filmmaking, how yep. that kind of all started for you. You make uh, some very impactful films right. that we'll be talking about in just a moment. You're teaching as well, but I want to know where that passion right. for creating film came about for you. I think it started from like when I was really young. Um, I was eight years old and I actually remember. Um, so back home in UK, we'd have like Friday pizza movie night, you know, yeah. back when it was VHS days. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, that's how old I am now. Um, that's and, how old most of us are, yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, and um, we were watching this one movie and I had fallen asleep. So the next day I woke up around 6 a.m. and went down to watch it again. And it was this Bollywood film called Shole, and the ending's quite sad. And um, when I was watching it, I started crying. And my mom was like, why are you crying? I was like, because this is real world, isn't it? Someone's actually dying in real life. And she was like, no, it's a film. It's fake. And she would, like, rewind it again. And I was amazed that I could watch this whole story and be moved and be part of it. Um, and so at that point, I just, I got really into TV, into film. I think my parents got a little bit worried, like, why is she so addicted to films? Um, and then I went and did media studies and... Um, my teacher just saw something came in and, and said that maybe you're meant to work in the film industry. And from that moment, I just didn't look back. And it was it was just the fact that I could tell a story and I could capture it and it would last for so long. Um, and, and it amazed me that I could be part of that and um, that there's an audience waiting or, or wanting to watch something that I've made. And I just, I knew that was something I, I needed to be part of. And I, I've it's been what? since I was 15 so it's been 17 years ago and I just I haven't looked back and wow. it's literally the only thing I know which is filmmaking. That's fantastic yeah. and, and tell us about coming here to yeah. the UAE to the Middle East and and starting uh, from the UK starting to make films here yeah. as well. So yeah. I graduated in UK um, in film production and then um, of course the UK wasn't doing so well um, because of the recession and stuff and I, I just, I wanted to leave the UK. I knew I, I there was an adventure waiting for me. Something in me was just like, I just got to go somewhere. And um, I, you know, I I didn't have anything tied down to me. Like I wasn't married. Um, I, I didn't have a mortgage. So I decided to come to Dubai. Um, 
and start my film career here. And, and I was lucky enough to um, have my first boss being Naila Alkhajan, who's the first female UAE yes. film producer. Naila Alkhajan, we yes. love her. Um, Amazing. And I was very blessed for her to train me in to the film industry in the UAE. Um, and then from there onwards, I worked in production companies and kept learning about it here. So I started off as a production assistant, moved to a production manager, and I realized I was moving up in the producing line. And um, so it was a lot of short films, corporate videos, TV commercials. Um, and then, I don't know, I just somehow, you know how things happen by fate? I landed up at SAE Institute Dubai and I, I became a lecturer there. And, you know, it, it, it just worked out so fantastically. And that's when I realized that I needed to leave behind making corporate videos and commercials and start my film career. So that's when it actually began when I was at SAE um, mm. because teaching means in inspiring and advising. So I knew that if I wanted to do that and, and be truthful to it, I needed to do what I wanted to do. Absolutely. Um, and that's how it started. And yeah, I've been here nine years and I love it because the UAE has given me so much. You know, I, I, I was trained under one of, one of a filmmaker in the United Arab Emirates. I, I've become a lecturer here. My ideas for documentaries might not be filmed here, but they're grown here. And I met my film team here who, and we've made four documentaries together now. So that on its own is, has shown how much it's given me. And I don't plan to leave anytime soon. Yeah. I like I hope it not. here. You're doing yes. uh, amazing <laughs> things with your films as well. Uh, uh, and of course, um, we're going to be coming back in just a moment to talk about uh, sure. one that you've been recently recognized for, Godchildren, right. uh, which I saw the trailer for and it's uh, incredible. Thank and you. And this is the thing about films as well that they give you insight into a whole Absolutely. other world yeah. that you would not have known about that you would never Correct. have seen otherwise that's right it's like you know it's that other way of taking an adventure absolutely and learning oh yes absolutely it's yeah. it's all about learning and this one producer had once said um had defined what a documentary film is and it's take me somewhere i have never been make me meet people i'll never see and let me see the world from their perspective so whenever i make a documentary i always take that quote with me because it's so true i don't want you to see the film from my point of view i want you to see it from your point of view but through the person telling the story and um you know we live in in, in the uae and it's a beautiful place to live but there are stories outside that need to be told as well um and it, you're absolutely right. It's an education on itself. Um, being out in the field, talking to people, talking to children. My last one was with children, and you know they're they're 14 year olds, 12 year olds, five year olds. So it was it was very interesting. Um, every part of it is an education. Uh, you know, even in your soft skills as well. We are going to come back. We're going to be talking about that particular film, God Children. You don't want to miss this conversation. Uh, it, it's amazing. Uh, we are with Rochelle Sharka for uh, talking filmmaking, talking making an impact as well through the arts. Uh, join us in the conversation. We are on Instagram Live. Uh, text us there. Any comments and questions for Rochelle? More to come on Life Beats after this. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, we are chatting with independent uh, documentary filmmaker Rochelle Shah Kapoor. She is with us here in the studio. We are on Instagram hello. Live. Um, so do say hello. Do send in your comments and questions for her. We're talking about her amazing films, uh, particularly the one that you've just been recognized for, uh, Rochelle, yeah. uh, the Broadcast Pro Awards. 
uh, for your new documentary yes. titled God Children. Congratulations, Thank first of all. Thank you so much. Amazing. Oh, yeah, it's pretty I cool. S- I saw the trailer. Right. Wow. I just... <laughs> I didn't know that this... Let me... You can describe what the film is and what it's about. And then we'll sure. Um, okay, so um, just to sum up exactly what this documentary is about, it's about um, children in India born with specific birth defects, unique birth defects, and instead of being treated, they are um, seen as an incarnation of a Hindu god um, and comes with them a line of devotees um, asking for some... Some things, should we say, um, you know, hope and dreams and wishes, and blessings, um, holy blessings, absolutely. And, that kind of thing. and um, so, the idea of the film is to discover if these children, you know, the most one of the, you know, it's, it's such a power. So, do these children want it, or do they want to be children? Um, so that was it, it was an expose experimental film, um, and it really looked into these children um, and and gods, I guess. It's just. How did the idea for this film come to you? Obviously, right. you've done films before yeah. where you've looked at gender equality in yeah. India. This is something that you're clearly passionate yes. about. Is this in a particular region in India um, or is this no, just something that happens there? It just it's it happens and it's just, you know, it's 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 um, the idea for it just came. Actually, I had read a story six years ago about a girl in India, who was who was born with a few arms, and she was seen as as a Hindu god, Lakshmi goddess, and Lakshmi goddess is the goddess of wealth. Um, and sometimes, me and my colleagues, or my actually, should I say, my crew members of my film, who are all based in the UAE, are um, uh, we we just have conversations about things, and we were it was it was a few years ago, and we were talking about Easter and and you know um, what religion means to us and stuff, and. Then we go deep into it. And then I was just telling them about this story I heard about this girl. And um, then I decided to research and, and see if this still exists. And I noticed it does. And there was these two boys in particular who said that they enjoyed being seen as these incarnations of these Hindu gods. And I just questioned it. Um, and at that point, I just I remember meeting my camera team, my DP and my camera operator. And we were we were sitting and I was just like, guys, I just... I just found this out on the internet and they were like, we need to go. So my associate producer in India, who's always been my associate producer, he's just like, he's 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 like fire. He just gets something so quickly. He is on it. So I was like, hey, um, these are the two names. Don't know where they live in, in Punjab. Nothing. Needle in a haystack. Good luck. Three weeks later, he's like, got it. Got the meetings. When can you get here? What? And wow. that was in April. Um, no, that was in June. In July, mid-July, we were there. Um, and we were meeting these families, and and the idea is that I need to connect. That's really important. If I'm telling the story about someone, I need to know that I have a relationship with them, um, because I'm I'm you know I'm I'm intruding. We're intruding in their lives to tell something that's important to them. That should also become important to me. So then, what happens is that I go back and forth um, from here to to India quite often before we even film, before we put a camera in their face. Um, but. How a story comes to you, um, you know, Werner Herzog, sorry, Werner Herzog, who is a documentary film director, he's kind of like the godfather of documentary filmmaking for me, had said, um, it's like the clouds open and lightning strikes and you know that's the story you're meant to tell. And that's exactly what it is. I read um, so much. I'm always on the net looking for stories, but sometimes it will just be this one little story that's been touched on and no one else has, has looked into it. And I'm like, that is a story I need to tell. 
and I will just keep going until I get there. Um, and, and yeah, I love it. Mm. I absolutely adore it and I love it because the amount of people I meet through my journey is is what I love doing. Wow. It's not just telling the film. And like you said, you met several times yes. with the kids in this film. Yes, absolutely. And so what was that like talking to them and kind of saying, I want to come and do a film about yeah, you? It's it's, the, it's really difficult in the first meeting because it's, and, and with these guys, it wasn't, um, with these two boys, Osha and Branchul, it wasn't that I could show up first. There were meetings between their their guardians and my associate producer to say this was this is what's going to happen. I'm gonna call the director in, but the director only wants to sit with your your grandson or your son. Um, and at first, they're very wary because they've had and and so have the other people I've made films on. Been um, uh, they've been told that we're gonna make this film on about you, and when it comes out, it's something totally different. Um, and with these two boys really big agencies and, and companies um, internationally have approached them mm. and they've said no. So why me? That was what I needed to connect to. And um, the one thing that I said is that when I saw your social media videos, it didn't look like you wanted to be seen as God. So I'm not here to be a filmmaker. I'm your friend. And from it, let's film it together. And that's where it starts off. And whatever they like to do, I'll do it with them. So what happens is that I stop being them fr their friend and become like a sister at some point. So they'll start telling me their problems. I'll take them shopping. Um, like one of the guys really loves Ben 10. So, you know, I'll take him to the market and buy him Ben 10 stuff. And I'll have a juice with him and we'll chat. And it's just about getting close to someone. It's not about coming in straight away and putting a camera and saying, okay, we're going corporate. We're going filmmaking with this. It's you're telling a story and you're telling somebody else's story. Yeah. So it has to be this connection. But there, that said, I have met many people and the connection hasn't happened. Um, so it, it does go both ways, you know. It's it, And so there have been many films I haven't made because, you know, there's that trust and it's it's just not been built enough. So with some people, it works fantastically. So with some people, it just it doesn't go any further mm. than a meeting. Which is what makes a great documentary when Absolutely. you have that. Absolutely. Tell me, tell me what makes a great documentary. Um, what makes a great documentary is, first of all, um, the story behind it is, you know, who, who are you filming and what truth are they telling you? Um, what, how I define a documentary film now, a lot of people say it's the fly on the wall. Um, it's not so much the fly on the wall. It is the whole wall, if that makes sense. It's capturing every moment of it at that moment. And it's knowing that we were never there, that at no point you know that a team came to make this film because you're so engaged in that story being told. It doesn't necessarily have to be a unique story. I could have made a story just about, you know, um, anybody or, you know, um, a delivery guy even. Um, but it's just about how it's told through that person. Mm. Uh, that said, of course, the other techniques are important, like the, the camera work, the editing. So your team is also what makes this documentary. Yeah. But creating that relationship, like in the film with Arshad, who's now 17, and him telling us his most emotional points. He's a, he's a teenager. He's turning into an adult. You know, he wants a motorbike kind of thing. Um, and for him to tell us how he once felt, um, we only did that on the last day of our shoot until I really created a relationship with him that when in the film he's telling the story, it's as though he's talking to you and not me. Exactly. And to me, that's what makes a good film is that everything being told is coming from the core. 
you know, and, and it's because of that relationship built between the contributor. So the contributor is the person telling the story mm. um, and, and the filmmaker and the filmmaker's team. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what it is. Of course, look, you know, the way technical side, the editing, the music, all of that is very important now. Um, and it adds to it, like the music really adds to it, the camera work, the way you put this, all this footage into an edit. So adding to that, what also makes a great documentary is the people behind you. And I have a fantastic team. We're going to talk a, a bit more about that and also uh, getting young people interested in the arts, into filmmaking. If you've got a, a question about that, if you've got any comments, um, amazing, phenomenal I, film. Like, I just, I was amazed by the idea. Thank you. Uh, and we'll talk more about it after the break with Rochelle here on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa only on Pulse95. 95. 95. Yes, we are talking the art of filmmaking with Rochelle Sharkavor. She is here with us in the studio. Uh, but uh, just a, a quick mention for what's coming up this weekend. Uh, lots happening, of course, at the Sharjah Munshid competition. We are in the final stages. It's going to be uh, the finals. The finals are on Thursday night. It's so exciting. The semi-final uh, will be on Thursday the 13th. Uh, you've got guest performers who are past Munshid winners, which is really exciting. Um, from the 9th and the 10th edition, we are, of course, now in the 11th edition. Uh, so the seven contestants uh, that are in the semi-finals will be performing live. It will blow you away. It doesn't matter if you speak Arabic, you don't speak Arabic. You hear this music and something inside you just shakes it's incredible it's absolutely beautiful and of course on friday night sammy yusuf is going to be here he is going to be performing on the grand finale night uh, which is incredibly exciting and of course the winner will be crowned for that particular performance 30 dirhams very very it's a symbolic it's simply a symbolic fee um almost nothing costs you almost nothing to get in there and hear sammy yusuf live uh, see the winner being crowned absolutely phenomenal that's on friday night make sure you get your tickets uh, you can get your tickets from Sharjah media corporation the building here uh between 8 a.m and 10 p.m or you can get them from the ticket box office at the Al Majaz Amphitheater. That's open from 5 to 10 p.m. every day. Get your tickets now. Do not miss out. Very exciting stuff. Uh, but coming back to Rochelle Sharkavor, she is, of course, a senior lecturer in uh, documentary filmmaking as well as being an independent filmmaker herself. Uh, Godchildren uh, is an amazing film that Thank she you. has just made um, that will really give you insights into a whole other world, as we were saying. Um, I'm just amazed, you know, that the, these are kids who who have um, deformities yes. uh, and um, they are worshipped as deities, really. That's right, um, yes. One boy kind of had what looked like a tail. Yes, he did. It's just... Yes. And then, and then it's like, you know, th they should be treated right. and they should be helped, but instead they're being exploited... Absolutely. ...for, you know, what deformities they do have. And That's like right. you said, you go in... And you really, you get the feeling that you, they are telling their story to That's you, right. which is uh, what we were saying in terms of what makes a great um, documentary. Um, but I, I want to ask you as well about breaking into film. It's all good and well, you know, to be yeah. a filmmaker, 
uh, you've gone a long way to do what Tried. you do today, right? <laughs> it's it's a lot of work. Yes, it is. It's difficult. It's not easy. No. So what do you tell your students? What do you tell young people? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, young people who are looking to go into creative medias or film industry um, and, and my students, um, I know it sounds really cheesy, but it's it, of course the first thing is don't give up. Because You're going to face a lot of no's. You absolutely, oh, I have. And I'm, you know, 15 years after still facing no's. Um, and a lot of it, and comes a lot of rejection um, and a lot of tears. But, you know, my, my husband once said this very interesting thing. And he said, if there is no, you know, door for you to walk into, make the door. And he's absolutely right. And that's what I live by, that... If you feel like the opportunity is not ahead of you, make the opportunity for yourself. You know, um, I did a lot of, I made a lot of short films when I was a kid. Um, I went to a lot of summer camps um, and it was fun to just make sure I, that that spark was going even more. Um, I remember before I went to university, my mom said, take a year out, go and work in the film industry. See, is this something you really want to do? Because when you get into it and you do a degree, it's not like you can then decide, actually, I think I'm meant to be an accountant. Yes. <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's not that at all. So um, I, I, I actually worked in the film industry for a while in UK and I was a runner, which was basically making teas and coffees. I learned I can make a fantastic tea and coffee now. Um, but you've got to learn. You've got to grow that way. And it's growing up that ladder and it's being strong. You will get, it. you can get knocked down, but you've got to get back up. You're not going to go in as an actor or a filmmaker, if you're lucky, you know, <laughs> maybe. But you are going to start at the bottom and expect Absolutely. to start at the bottom. And, Always. But show the initiative. That's it. Show the passion. Show your strength. Um, and when you have an idea for a film, short, mid, feature, whatever it is, don't let anyone stop you. So even as advisors, as so if my student comes to me and says, this is my grad project idea, there might not be things I understand about it necessarily. And that's why I'll question, what about this? Have you thought about that? But at never one point do we as lecturers say no to the student's project. If that's because why should we be the one saying no? It's you that's becoming that filmmaker. So if that's a story you need to tell, say it. So with Godchildren, so many people when I was looking for funding and opportunities for it, Oh, 99 doors closed on me, but and they all said no. Um, a lot of people said, how are you going to make this film? Um, but uh, it doesn't matter what, what they think. It's matter what I think. It matters what I think. Um, and, and that's what's going to keep you going. Um, and you will have days. And sometimes also some great advice is, is, is switch off. I know that sounds really w different, but, you know, as a filmmaker, we're constantly in the storytelling world. Mm -hmm. So we're like, Oh, here's an idea. Oh, here's a different idea. And sometimes we get so obsessed in the work we're doing that every Friday I don't touch my work now because I have to pretend, uh, pretend, I have to remember that I'm also just the everyday person who needs to go and, and meet people for lunch. So sometimes it's also we get, as filmmakers, we can get really obsessed with the work we're doing and the story we're telling. Because you're so passionate about so it. So much. Right? There's, it matters oh. to you. You care about it. Absolutely. And it becomes, it becomes part of you. Absolutely. That it's, it can take over. It, oh, totally. So whenever I write my films, um, I don't write them here because this is my life here. 
So I have to leave. I leave. I leave the UAE, but I don't go to um, UK or India or, or the UAE. I'll go somewhere like Switzerland or Tuscany, and I'll just write my film there. So I can only be a filmmaker. Mm. Um, but then when I come back here, that obsession carries on, and that filmmaker in you stays in you. Um, and I noticed that with a lot of youngsters as well. And that's so great to see because when I was young, it was, I want to be a film director. I didn't know how I was going to do it. But now people who are like, you know, the students who are like 15, 16, 18, they've got such passion that that, that story stays in them, that filmmaker is growing in them. Um, and it can be so fantastic, but sometimes it can take over you. So it's also saying, calm down one step at a time yeah. and you'll get there. But it's it's about being being strong. Let's talk about uh, next, coming up after the break, we're going to talk with Rochelle about all of the different ways that you can uh, get into the film industry because yeah. it's not just about being a director or an actor. Uh, there are so many no, different no. ways. Of so course. it's exciting. It uh, really is. It's wonderful. Um, we're going to be talking about that next with Rochelle Sharkapur here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Oh, mashallah, listen to that voice. Sammy Yusuf, absolutely love that song, Worry Ends, uh, from him. He's just come out with a new album as well, which is incredibly exciting. And he's going to be performing at the El Majaz Amphitheater on Friday the 14th. Get your tickets, 30 dirhams. You can get them from Sharjah Media Corporation or El Majaz. Uh, get them there as well. Almost nothing to go and see this global superstar uh, at the grand finale of the Sharjah Munshad. Cannot wait for that. Absolutely incredible. Uh, but coming back to Rochelle Shakapur, who's joining us with us today in the street. Honestly, like the time has flown by. I know. Um, just, uh, you know, we've got a few more minutes. Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, uh, getting into the film industry and the attitude sometimes of parents as oh, well yes. uh, to kids who <laughs> want to do that. It's not always uh, received. No. Uh, with the utmost excitement and encouragement. Not always, yeah. So, you know, what's your advice to parents and, and what kind of, have you yeah. seen pushback from parents? I have, um, and it's it's quite sad. Um, not always. Le recently, in the past couple of years, it's actually gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah. Because content creation, you know, digital market has really come out and it's, it, it's it's grown by 68 percent so mm. they see that um um take my own parents for example 15 17 oh, years ago i don't even know when a long long time ago um they were just like we're worried for you because it's a hard industry so how are you gonna do it and i just said i, I know i'm gonna make it and you need to trust me um they had some pushback but then they, they did get on board actually my older sister said I'm going to see, I'm going to put her in summer camps and I want to see what happens. But here, the advice we can give is, is that, you know, at the end of a film, when you see the credits, it's not one person's name. The credits take up about five minutes and it's hundreds and hundreds of people. That's how many job roles there are and more in the film industry. So... You it's a whole team and yes, so many different departments absolutely. that are making it's, this happen. Exactly. When someone, a film, like a, a student or, or a youngster or even the parents, think, they think film director, what does that mean? Does that mean they're just going to take a camera and make stories and, and that's it? How are they going to, you know, financially support themselves? No, no. Film director, film producer is a minute percentage of a film team. You have a colorist, you have an art director, you have a wardrobe stylist, you have a makeup artist, you have assistants to all of this, you have a location manager. 
they all do financially well. They all jump from film, film, project, TV, commercial, corporate video. So it's about how they take it further. So there are multiple jobs out there. And it's it's our students um, that we've noticed graduate and they get good jobs. Do you know, um, we have to talk about your method of teaching because yeah. I want to be in your <laughs> class. What do you get your students I, to do? I don't think my students want to be in my class, though. <laughs> um, so I try and teach my students that the industry we are in is not a nine to five office job. So I make them come to the this old town, um, which is quite far from everyone. And it's kind of like in the in the depths of this tourist place called Mina Bazaar. And I tell them that they must be there at 4.30 a.m. sharp with their cameras. And if they aren't, then they fail. Um, and it's, I'm not really going to tell them, though. <laughs> don't, I hope my students didn't hear that. Um, um, but it's, the idea is, is that, you know, positive attitude, how, you know, even problem solving, I've given you a pin where you've got to be. How are you going to get there? The metro is not open. You can't afford um, a taxi. How are you going to speak to your other team members to say, okay, you pick me up, you get there. Okay, I'll stay at yours. It's all of that. It's all problem solving. How are you going to get there at 4.30 a.m.? Absolutely. Um, and then when we get there, we do activities like um, how can you tell a story through what you can currently see but that's not like the humans. So it's kind of like the walls and the buildings. How are they telling a story? Um, the other day, uh, I had my class on the Metro. So I teach documentary filmmaking, of course. And, um, you know, the way someone is wearing something or, or something they're doing or where they're looking tells a story on its own and adds to that documentary. Um, so, you know, I, I was telling my students, don't stare at someone and freak them out, but look at someone, um, think that. what, are they thinking, yeah. you know, someone's eyes moving left, right, constantly tells you something versus someone being calm, someone wearing a specific color that day tells you the mood they're in. So I'm like, you need to pick up on this because when you're telling their story through camera, these details need to come through. They matter. Um, absolutely. So we spent two and a half hours on a metro um, and it was it was a lot of fun, but they learn. So we tend not to do our, like with me and with a lot of my colleagues, it's take them out of the classroom and let's put them in settings that they're gonna face in the real world yeah so we're getting them employability ready that's really important for us um as is for for many people I yeah think. it's not just about the work ethic that's no. super important because no. yeah. you're on set super early you leave last absolutely after everyone else yeah and it's tough it's tough but at the same time as well you're teaching them to notice those details that yes. everybody else is going to miss exactly but actually that makes the difference that's storytelling yeah it's storytelling so and my students i have to admit do it really well and I'd that's why I love teaching. It's not, hey, you know, I, I know how to, you know. A lot of people think teaching is because we don't know how to be in that industry. It's the other way around. We're teachers because we are in the industry. So when we see, like I teach, because when I see my youngsters, my my students do something that I've given some direction to, but then they take charge, it is one of the most beautiful things you see because you know you've been part of that. And then the next step and the next step and how they grow from, you know, the moment they walk into when they leave and you know that you've been part of that guidance. It's such a beautiful feeling. Um, I love it so much. Yeah. And I don't think they love 4.30 a.m. <laughs> I make them do later. it a few times as they well. They will later I once they so. understand the value of it. But uh, award-winning film director and film lecturer, Rochelle Shakapur, what an so absolute much. pleasure.
Thank you so much for having me. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Of course, if you missed any part of the discussion today, it's going to be on our podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be uh, another special show. We're going to be talking culinary tales from all over the UAE wow. with uh, Hanan Sayed Waros is going to be joining us here in the studio and talking about her latest book as well. Plus, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle will be back as well. Join us again tomorrow from 10 a.m. for all of those good things that make life beat. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.